there's this there's this problem around it where it's it's like they're selling this idea or they're selling like this good feeling around it rather than actually selling you something that works. And maybe like if you followed their method and you worked really, really, really hard, you'd be able to do it. But that's true for every method. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, you could do it and you worked really hard, it doesn't mean like you're doing the most efficient thing. Like you might take a lot longer. You might have to work a lot harder, which aren't bad things necessarily. But I'm just saying there's much more efficient ways with things that you don't like as much. <laughs> <laughs> And if you do those things, then you can go back and watch anime later. Yeah, and exactly. Understand it. Hi, welcome to the Tofugu Podcast. My name is Michael. It sounds so sad. It sounds sad? Okay. Uh, you're Hi, all. welcome to the Tofugu Podcast, everyone. <laughs> Are you a clown? <laughs> From like a 1990s cartoon? I was trying to be upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> my arms are going up in the air. Yeah. It makes, makes me talk like that. My name is Michael. Hi, <laughs> I'm Koichi. And uh, what do we do on this podcast? We actually, we just kind of figured this out recently. We spent a year just doing podcasts Mm -hmm. about random Japan stuff. And I think we we kind of narrowed it down. We're narrowing it down right now. Right now and forevermore, perhaps, this podcast is about, first of all, helping you to learn Japanese, Mm -hmm. helping you to get to Japan, whether it's like through work or even vacation, and helping you to have a good time while you're there. So that's also vacation or just living in Japan. So like those are, that's kind of what we're all about. Yeah, so that's the Triforce. If you listen to our previous episodes, sometimes we don't do that, but (laughs) sometimes from now and oh, also we interview like people who are you know Japan thing peoples, but they fit in that Triforce somehow. Yeah, they they, their own way. Yeah, you can see like how they they made their life work around either being in Japan or working with Japan things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do. But today's episode, we're in the the learning Japanese category, and we're going to talk about something a little bit controversial i think it's a sure crazy sound bite that's going to be put all over the news as soon as we talk about it mm-hmm. it will cause such controversy yeah this episode of tofugu podcast gt we talk about uh anime and like how to learn japanese using anime oh man i, d- I don't know i feel really mixed about that yeah and it's not what you think we're we're not here to try to take advantage of your your love of anime and like how you think like, Oh boy, I could learn Japanese with anime. We're not going to like try to trick you like everyone else. We're well, gonna... actually I am. Come give me all your money. <laughs> okay. Here, please oil my steak. <laughs> okay. I'll take your money. Now you will learn anime. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about that. We talk about how to actually learn Japanese with anime. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend any money to do it. Yeah. We're, uh, well, we're except to buy those, money. except to buy those legal anime episodes. Yes. Oh do yeah. That. And um, to buy those, Anime subtitles, files. Yeah. And yeah, we, we also help you to uh, do this, like depending on what level you are of Japanese. Or so. we just tell you not to, depending on your level too. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's, uh, I think it's pretty good when it goes beyond our, our article that we wrote and we kind of expand on things. So I think it's pretty good. You can read the article in the description too, by the way. Why don't you just go click it. Let's, Let's go, go to the episode. What's your uh, what's your favorite anime, Michael? Oh man, my favorite anime. Favorite animu. My favorite ana. My favorite anime. Your animu. Animu is probably Cowboy Bebop for oh, a yeah. series and Akira for a movie. Okay. What What's your favorite anime? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I know. <laughs> oh, that's true. I do. I do like One Piece. Yeah. In terms of TV. Well, I don't. I don't watch it though. Yeah, but I don't. I don't watch Cowboy Bebop every day. Yeah, but I watched it at one time and I really liked it. I mean, like I, oh God, I'm one of those nerds. I'm like I re- I'm reading the manga because it's clearly better. So like I don't watch. It's not my favorite anime. I, in fact, the anime is awful compared to the manga. So okay, I don't so, appreciate it. So, so one piece no, is not your favorite. No, Michael. No. So there must be. Okay, then what's under One Piece? Uh, Two Piece. No, <laughs> that'd be above, that's above. <laughs> One Piece. <laughs> Neg- uh, zero piece. I need to watch a math anime. Anyways, I was just trying to create a natural segue into our topic, which is which I didn't like think about that you might you might ask me what my favorite things are, and I just I don't know. 
it's okay. But I'm sure by the end of this episode, you'll remember that Dragon Ball yeah. GT is your favorite <laughs> Is that anime. the really bad one that I've heard about? Yeah. It stands for great time though, right? Yeah. Actually, I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> I would make more. That makes sense. Dragon Ball, sure, great time. I'm sure they had a great time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Our topic is anime, kind of. Yeah. How to yeah. learn from anime. You know, something you see a lot. There's like a couple sides to it. There's there's students or learners who are really interested in this idea of like taking this thing that they love so much, anime, and turning it into a learning system or sometimes like a passive learning device. Something mm-hmm. I hear a lot. And then there's also the other side, the commercial side, where people are selling this idea of learning with anime. And it like, you know, they, they kind of encourage each other and like you know do the old patting each other on the back (laughs) not the other one that's like a shape and then someone who's mean (laughs) i don't i don't know what you mean it's a little bit of word humor for y'all mail in the answer if you figured out the yeah send it send it in uh, a letter to us and you'll get a prize we'll send you something back as long as you have a self-addressed and stamped envelope in there mm-hmm. oh man that's like very retro that's cool um yeah <laughs> by the way i'd like to announce my my new company learning japanese anime from.com you can now <laughs> learn japanese anime from from me that's very close to an existing website uh um, there's there's three or four of them i was looking them up before this yeah. podcast there was uh there's one and I, I don't i mean i should just name names but i won't but there's one that is known for for scamming their users and like people pay for this program and then this person uh they, i think they teach live or something like that once a week and this person just stops showing up and takes all your money mm-hmm. and then does that like once every couple of years after disappearing yeah so buyer beware also they they put my name on their program saying i'd show up even though i don't oh, yeah i'm sure you you signed up for that right yeah, and no. you were like oh i got this email <laughs> i guess i gotta go it's just like everyone all the students get the email they're like oh yeah koichi's gonna show up and do a lesson and after this person disappears like i get all these emails like where where is this person what's going on why are you scamming me i'm like oh, i don't know <laughs> why why am i on that list i like i i've never talked about this ever um mm-hmm. now all the all the learn with anime sites are all poison so just be careful yeah be careful with anything mm-hmm. but we're we're going to talk to you about like wh- why you would want to use this method and if it works and if it does work how does it work i can tell you why you'd want to use this method it's just uh, it feels too good to be true i think yeah <laughs> right you can catch up on your honey clover bunny dx is that a thing? Fire episodes. GT? Yeah, well, it's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, like I said before, there's this, there's a lot of people, if you're learning Japanese, like the Venn diagram of people who want to learn Japanese and the people who love anime, there's like a big old overlap there. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people want to learn Japanese because of anime. So like they feel like if they hear like just whispers of like, oh, you can learn Japanese with anime, Frederick. I'm talking to you, Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Frederick? Our best listener. Oh yes, Frederick. Yes. Thanks and, for listening, Frederick. And then and then when you hear that, it's just like like something primal erupts inside your belly and yeah. and you say, like, yes, I do want to do that because I love watching anime and I also want to learn Japanese and I just want it to be really easy and not any work. And those it's, are like all the things that like are promised. The ultimate alchemy, like, you know alchemists were trying to just make yeah lead into gold mm-hmm. you're just like oh if i can take this and turn it into japanese learning yeah and there's that's a, like the perfect win-win situation and there's a bunch of like alchemists out there like spooky wizards who are just like oh i can i can turn this anime into japanese learning and uh, and everyone's like oh yes yes come to my town and show me mm-hmm. and then they're like haha there it is and it's like a painted rock that was painted gold and like <laughs> There's a lot of like dumb villagers who are like, this is gold. This is great. And then like they run off to the next village mm-hmm. and uh, and you have your like shitty little rock that was painted gold. <laughs> That's a good metaphor. Thank you. I was hoping a homunculus was going to show up in there, but no. I'm guessing in our story he's not a real alchemist. So no, well, can't no, make yeah, a little he's homunculus. A, he's kind of a, a fake. A huckster, as they say. He likes oil and snakes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oil up them snakes. Yep. Just massage and (laughs) (laughs) wow. Um, Uh, What were we talking about? Oh, learning Japanese from anime. Yes. Um, So like I think okay, there's that side, right? That's why 
a majority of people want to learn Japanese with anime. And uh, like, I'm not going to say right now whether it's good or bad to learn Japanese with anime, at least my opinion of it. And I don't think it's either, actually. It can go you both ways. You just told them. You spoiled it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you why. Okay. The why is what's important. So keep listening. Kids. Right now. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but like, it's just, there's this is such a temptation, right? It sounds so good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's something you love, Michael? Video games. What if I told you, you could learn and become fluent in Japanese with video games? That would be amazing. What's your favorite video game? Oh, probably. Yes, totally. Yeah. No problem. Okay. Yes, that game. Wow. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it is. Like, the, the whole industry, I think, around it. And there's not there's not really any, like, big players. It's not like Rosetta Stone's, like, out there, like, yes, let's learn. Uh, <laughs> if they get into that. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, they, they make some money. You know, it's, just, it's, it's a lot of, you know, smaller smaller time groups. And I think some some do it a little bit more legitimately than others, but there's this there's this problem around it where it's it's like they're selling this idea or they're selling like this good feeling around it rather than actually selling you something that works. And maybe like if you followed their method and you worked really, really, really hard, you'd be able to do it. But that's true for every method. Mm-hmm. And just because, you know, you could do it and you worked really hard, it doesn't mean like you're doing the most efficient thing. Like you might take a lot longer you might have to work a lot harder which aren't bad things necessarily but i'm just saying there's much more efficient ways with things that you don't like as much <laughs> <laughs> and if you do those things then you can go back and watch anime later yeah and exactly understand it. and we'll probably talk about that a bit later like how you can actually learn japanese with anime but have you ever been tempted by this idea michael i'm just um, curious I guess like a little bit, but not, I'm not like super into anime, but I've thought about like, okay, well, what if I took my favorite show, like Cowboy Bebop or like Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball? And I'm like, yeah, what if I use this method? You know, just a little bit. Like I never wanted to go all in, but it seems fun. It seems like, oh yeah, I could, you know, recite some lines like Goku or something. Yeah. What are the methods that you're talking about? I guess. Well, I guess the method that I heard about I guess before actually, we indoctrinated you. Oh, no. That's that's the first time I heard about it was from oh, Tofugu really? okay. working here. Oh, good. So um, I'll just jump right into it if, if you want to. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the method that tempted me was the Tofugu method. Uh, um, well, let me tell you about the bad method first. Okay. And then we'll tell you about the tempting good method. I think it's flip-flop, but... <laughs> You could be tempted by good things. Can you? Like, oh, exercise. Mm-mm. Okay. Broccoli. Mm. Mm. Yeah. The the method that I see a lot around anime, it tends to be, there's a couple, and one of them is just, like, watch anime a lot, a lot, all the time. Just, like, an unreasonably large amount. And then there's a lot of people, okay, actually, outside of methods, there's a lot of people who... Like, without thinking about methods at all, they just, they're like, I'm going to learn Japanese anime. And then they just watch a bunch of anime. They have their subtitles on. So they're like, I'm going to see the English and I'm going to see the, or I'm going to listen to the Japanese. And boy, oh boy, am I going to learn some Japanese because I watch anime so much. And they might learn a few things. They like learn, you know, like kawaii or a few set phrases that are very short. Um, but mm-hmm. that'll like take years. So, a baka. Baka, yeah. So the problem with watching Japanese with subtitles to learn Japanese. Inside of all of ourselves, we know that it's awful, right? I mm-hmm. hope, but still, a lot of people do it, so I think we should bring it up. Like, someone's speaking Japanese, and then there's English text, or whatever your language is, that goes up on the screen. The way your brain works, you're not going to, like, see the text and then associate it with what's being said. You might be able to do it if it's a single word, like, which is why things like baka and kawaii, like, people learn those, because it's, like, just one word up there, and then one sound associated with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you're talking about like longer sentences or normal speaking, like you have, so you have the orthography, which is like the the spelling or like the words that are up there in your language. And then when like the way your brain processes words, especially words that you know very well, I'm assuming you're like a good reader, like it, it automatically like triggers something, it triggers the semantics of the word. So like the meaning of the word. And so when it does that, like it's like that word comes into your head and then you have an understanding of it. Like, if you if you have the subtitles there, that like overlaps, that replaces like triggering listening to Japanese and figuring out the meaning of it. Like whatever is easier is what your brain's gonna go towards. There's like no you can't do like both at the same time without like concerted practice. So basically the reading the English subtitles is just gonna override whatever 
yeah understanding you're trying to do of the japanese even if you're kind of trying like consciously trying to do it like it's going to get really really tiring mm-hmm. literally you'll feel kind of tired like it'll yeah, get slow trying to might do two able... things at once yeah it's really difficult processing and so like you know you're not going to be able to do that for very long or concentrate very long it's just the words they trigger meaning and then that's that's what overrides everything like you can't do both so like anyways don't don't try to study with subtitles sure enjoy your your animus with with subtitles just to enjoy them as a form of entertainment, but don't like trick yourself into thinking like you're going to be able to watch a bunch of anime and then be able to speak Japanese. That's not going to happen. So you might pick up like one or two words, but that's yeah. just kind of a, a small percentage of, of what you, you should be learning. Oh, very small. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one or <laughs> one two or words, two words a year. So, okay. So that's one method. One method was watch anime all the time with subtitles. Just just watching anime with subtitles. Um, the other the other method, which is popular, is is watching like anime all the time, um, or just a lot of anime. And like that, this one is a little bit more legitimate in a way because it suggests you don't use subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like watching tons of anime, no subtitles. That's this method. Yeah. Okay. So like this this method is basically the mimicking um, sort of mimics immersion, and people I think a lot of people agree that immersion is pretty good for learning um but like there's no feedback like that's Mm -hmm. that's one problem with this so like you're getting a lot of input but there's nothing there that's like telling you like where where there can be corrections where where there can be improvements whereas if you're talking to a person or or if you're in an actual like immersion environment like you say something and it doesn't work that's immediate feedback and you go through this feedback loop and then you adjust and you see okay does that work no and then you adjust does that work no or someone will talk to you and they you don't understand. And then so, okay, then they adjust down like the level of the language so that it gets closer and closer to what you're able to do. And then finally you're able to like make progress because you understood most of it and then you're able to learn a little bit new on top of that. But like if you're just watching anime or TV, like we can, we can rope TV into this, that's fine. A lot to try to learn it. You're not getting these feedback loops. And while it is like, it can be somewhat effective and you can learn a little bit like it's not it's not super efficient i don't think compared to like many other things that you could do in addition to this yeah because you're you're getting hit with a lot of different patterns which mm-hmm. may or may not be at your level um you may not know how to process them i mean if you're studying and then you're like oh i heard that i remember that from my studies but it was one piece of grammar you studied and then it's gone and that's like 22 minutes of watching a show to have like one little bit of grammar reinforced. Yeah. And I think you just hit on the main problem, which is a lot of people who get tempted by temptress of learning Japanese of anime, they're too low of a level to even consider learning with anime. I think Mm -hmm. like, like that's like, you're talking about like people who are speaking, using a lot of slang, first of all, uh, speaking at a normal speed. Um, and then you're not, not getting like feedback or correction constantly. So like, it's like, if you are going to study with anime, it has to be at a very advanced level. Like, I don't know, this is just my thing, but you should never study something that you don't already know, like 80 or 90% of it. So like if you're learning something new, you should already know 80, 90% of it from previous study. And then you're just adding on that last 10%. That's the new thing you're getting. But if you're like a beginner going to watching with anime or learning with anime, then you're just like sitting there. And it's like, you know, all these things that are way above your level, everything is new. You're that thing that you learned that was like, something something deaths like it'll show up every once in a while be like oh i heard deaths but like you don't know what else you heard like you just heard deaths like it doesn't help Mm -hmm. you just reminds you that deaths is a word yeah you spent 22 minutes like to hear that deaths is in there and then like if you spent 22 minutes doing something else you could have learned like on on wani kani i think you could probably learn like 10 kanji like in that time Mm -hmm. using like mnemonics or there's more efficient methods and like it's just frustrates me yeah Uh, inefficiency frustrates me yeah, because it's time is something we never get back. You know, we're all marching slowly towards the grave. So, so you know, get out there, kids. Stop listening sure. to this podcast and go, go, go forth. Go, go listen forth. to our podcast about just going to Japan instead of joining a, a language class. Yeah, it's efficient. Yeah. Don't forget, <laughs> you're marching towards the grave. So, <laughs> thank you, Michael. You're welcome. I'm just going to close this podcast down and, and go, go see my loved ones. Yeah. Give them a hug. Yeah. Uh, that's not a bad idea. So so you shouldn't study with subtitles. You shouldn't just turn on your favorite anime and just watch hours and hours of it. So so what should you do? 
is mm. there is there any hope for little Frederick who really wants to learn Japanese from anime just a little bit? Well, now's the time you can talk about your indoctr- indoctrination. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to do. Okay. Sorry, you were about to drink some water and then I, I turned the question around on you and then you had to put your water down. And now my throat is dried out completely. All right, Alec Baldwin, tell I'm us. going to the grave. I'm okay. Okay, so I was indoctrinated uh, by Tofugu because I work here and I edit all the articles. Uh, and as I edit them, I'm like, hey, that's a great thing to learn. I just learned it. Um, so I think this this article was, you can, you can check it out on uh, online. Uh, it came out June 24th, 2014. So I'm looking at it right now. I was like right around the time I started. Uh, and it's just called How to Learn Japanese from Anime. So this is something you wrote uh, a little yeah. while ago. And, uh, I'm not it, super happy with it, but <laughs> okay. you know, it's there. Because I wanted to show up, but I wanted to be that like sort of guiding voice that like help steer people in at least sort of a correct direction. Or even if it's not like exactly what we do or what I would suggest, like just you know, to, to help people realize that maybe this isn't the best or fastest way to go. Anyways, with, with that in mind... So don't you know it could be better and we're gonna make it better in this podcast we're gonna figure out the riddle yeah yeah it's it's oh. an it's a what three years old now four oh, years old maybe older i don't know give but um, give, give us that base michael okay boom 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 i get it and he's also pretending to be a like a fish right now yes like a big big deep sea fish uh-huh and i'm a just deep sea deep sea base up. yeah a deep sea base yeah. <laughs> whoosh hey guys take a quick break here for an adabarbertizement is that the word <laughs> <laughs> i don't never heard that word before <laughs> anyways i i don't know where this adabarbertizement is gonna go but uh at one point we talk about the intermediate plateau Mm-hmm. The point where all Japanese learners go to die. Not all, but many. It's like walking out into this plateau, I guess. And this then desert. You get, then you die? Walking out into this desert and like trying to get across it. And like before the desert, it's all green and wonderful because you're a beginner and everything's nice. And then you hit the inter- intermediate section, which is just a big old desert. And then if you can reach the end, it's nice and green again. That's mm-hmm. the advanced side. But there's like no resources, no water for you, so to speak. Uh, when you're in that intermediate plateau and you feel like you're not getting better, which is why it's called plateau. And we also talked about how like you need, I, I mentioned maybe later, maybe already in this podcast. I think it's <laughs> going to be later though, because it was quite late that, uh, you know, you, you, uh, you got to have like some of these foundational pieces if you want to get out of it. Like part of it was like bringing advanced things down to your level. And the other part was getting the foundation so you can do that. And so, you know, we talked about, getting uh, or being able to understand 80% of whatever you're studying before you start studying it. And so in order to do that, a big part of that is kanji and vocabulary. Like really that's, you know, already 80% of a sentence. If you think about it, like there's some grammar in there, but vocabulary kanji, that's, that's the meat of it. If you want to learn kanji, can I recommend my little friend Wani Kani again? Good old Wani Kani. I know. He's we, your buddy. We, we have to say this. Our boss makes us say this mm-hmm. every single week. But I, I really do believe in it because I'm the boss. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do too. I'm not the boss, yeah. but I use it. And yeah, Michael, it helps use... me learn a lot of kanji. Yeah, and it uses uh, space repetition, SRS, which is something we talked about in this podcast. Um, it does another thing too where it never introduces new content unless you already know like 80% of it already. Like kanji is based off of these radicals these pieces that you learn and so like every new kanji is actually like two or three things you already know combined together and then every new vocabulary word is based off of kanji that you've proven you know in the system so like it's only introducing things that you're really ready for that you already have 80 percent of the information for and so like it's it it does exactly what we're talking about in that like you're you're not seeing something that you have just no context for you're you're almost there already and it's really easy to learn that new thing and then acquire it for yourself to like use fluently and then because of the srs it's teaching you or it's uh, testing you over time and that's helping create a stronger memory to to get you to fluency for those kanji and for those words and so uh, i hope you try out wani kani especially if you're at this intermediate level 
even if you're at a beginner level, it's really good because then you don't have to worry about going back and working through this horrible intermediate desert. You're just knocking out the hard part like right at the beginning. Yeah, and that's what we usually suggest too. Like when people ask, I say like get to level 10 in Wanikani and then ask me what textbook we, you should use. Like, Because at that point, it doesn't matter. If you've gotten through 10 levels, you've learned all that kanji, that vocabulary, then you're going to be able to use any textbook. It's going to be a really good experience. Whereas most people do the opposite. They just grab a textbook and then they find that like they're learning grammar, but like kanji is being introduced and they kind of don't really know the kanji or the vocabulary very well. So it's like every sentence is like, instead of being 80% things, you know, it's like 20% things, you know. Yeah. And that's not a good feeling. No, it's awful. And you're not going to learn very fast. And the farther you get, because you feel like you have to progress right in these textbooks, you can't be like, oh, I have to stay on this page until I know everything. Like people keep moving because they're, you know, they're not good at testing themselves mm-hmm. or the um, teacher's making you keep moving yeah the class is moving along so like you know the more you do that the more you move forward the less you know and then it becomes like oh i only understand about 10 percent of this i only understand about five percent. so each sentence each phrase each word it becomes that much harder to study and get to a point where you can kind of be competent about it so turn that around learn some kanji learn some vocabulary uh wani kanji is a really good way to do that um because it can, it, it can literally be the thing that changes the game for you. Um, we had one person write in whose teacher thought they were cheating. Yeah. Because they story. were so good at kanji. And they suddenly became so good, like yeah. over a few months. Um, and like they were really bad before. And so like the teacher was very suspicious that they're suddenly good at it. And yeah. it was all thanks to Wani Kani. But you go can, from zero to hero like the mask. Just like... The mask smoking, right? Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, he says that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can try the first three levels for free. That gets you about 80 kanji, I think, and about 200 vocabulary words. And you can do that you know, within a month. I think average is going to be about a month. You could probably do it a little faster too, like two and a half, three weeks, if you're pretty speedy about it. Um, but that's that's actually like more than most... Japanese classrooms learn in a whole year. So like, Mm -hmm. that's pretty amazing. Um, And we do that through SRS, through mnemonics. uh, And then also we only teach how to read the kanji rather than how to handwrite. Handwriting adds a lot of time onto kanji learning. It's kind of important, but like, if you think about it, we're in the age of typing things and uh, you can come back to writing. Yeah, you should learn to write, but just later. Yeah, because it like triples the amount of time it takes to learn how to read if you add that in there. So like, what's more important, right? Reading or reading and writing and spending three times as long working mm-hmm. on it, right? So there you have it. Give, give Wani Kani a try. First three levels are free. W-A-N-I-K-A-N-I dot com. And, uh, you know, we'll leave the light on for you. Yeah. Somebody stop me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the show. We'll get to that part that I was talking about in this ad, maybe. Or we already did. I don't know. So the article uh, is, I don't think it's that bad. I think it's pretty good. It's got, uh, <laughs> I mean, thank, you made, it, you you made you. it sound like it's not not great, but I think it's pretty great. Like it, it gives you a way, like if you really are bent or or fixed yeah. on studying Japanese with anime. Yeah, go get bent. You can, you can get article. bent. Uh, you, you can do it. Um, and you even say in the article at the top, you're like, it's not the fastest car. But it's a car, and it'll get you to the finish line. Did I say that? Yeah. That doesn't sound like something I'd write, but that's cool. Yeah. Uh, So, you know. Young me. It's a vehicle to get you to learn Japanese. It's not magic. It's not even the best way to learn Japanese. But if you really want to, you can. Um, And basically what it comes down to is you're using anime as a source uh, for vocabulary and for sentences. So it's the same as using... If you've, if you've read our articles on using SRS to study Japanese, which you should definitely do, or if you've read our articles about studying sentences, which you should also do, this is the same principle, except you're using anime uh, to do that. Oh, and then there's also shadowing at the end. So you're basically combining SRS, studying sentences, and then after all that, you shadow it. So these are these are all like sound principles uh, for studying and all you do is use anime to be the source of your SRS your sentences and your shadowing and that's it and then you're learning Japanese and you could do this not just with 
anime, you can do it with movies, you can do it with all kinds of other things. Um, so, and then it, it would depend on kind of what you choose as your source material. If you choose, you know, space anime or, you know, your vocabulary might get kind of, uh, limited at times but then you know what might choose like some slice of life things that'll teach you more things you can use in real life um yeah that's the basics of it uh did you want to get into the steps of it well just uh, i want to make a point about that last thing i used to be more hard on the idea of using anime for a source of content before like because like oh you're gonna learn like ninja words and Mm -hmm. useless stuff like that but like as I've grown older and softer and kinder, <laughs> um, like I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> okay. So you have my permission to use it as a content source if you want. Yeah. But so yeah, learning about learning ninja words isn't going to be bad for you. It's yeah, not going to hurt like, you. The more I learn about like statistical frameworks around memory and like just how memory works and like how our brain works and like, there's there's like been some comparison or like some studies that compare like actual like neurological issues that that they use like neural networks to like simulate and it's just like showing like how similar our brains are to neural networks and like except for our brains use way much but anyways but like it's uh you get you just need a lot of data and like you know ninja data is okay yeah what I'm, this is my point if you watch <laughs> your ninja shows it's gonna dump a lot of data into your brain yeah the I, and and we're gonna get one thing we should probably point out is like this is definitely for advanced learners yeah i think before we're talking about all these like beginners who are thinking this would be great but you know we should probably cut out 95 percent of you right now and just be like this isn't for you yeah because two of the three methods that i i mentioned studying with sentences and shad language shadowing those are yeah. both advanced yeah, methods at least like of learning high intermediate at the most yeah. like you remember what i said earlier about how you should really know about 80, 90% of everything you're studying that's new. Like you gotta be at a, you gotta have a certain amount of data in your head to like be able to do that, like with random content that's coming in. So, mm-hmm. um, we're not, we're not talking about your, your teacher sending you stuff that she knows or he knows that you can, you can do because it's just a little bit above your level. This is like just, you know, these, these animu creators are, aren't making this for your studies just for you, Frederick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anime creators are not concerned with, you know, Japanese learners at all. Yeah. Not at all, which is good because that would make for some awful television. Yeah. Um, now okay. I have a, a quick yeah. uh, side question. So would you say for someone who's high intermediate, uh, would, and anim- with, with this method studying with anime kind of help them refine their, what they know and you know get to like it would help them get to a higher level and i don't know polish their their japanese skill a little bit yeah i think if you did it in the right way and i think this is where i might start diverging from the article Mm -hmm. a little bit um but let's this is brand new content everyone let's find a come back to this because i think it's it makes more sense to go through the whole method okay and then come back to ways in which like this can be used for like intermediate level students okay i still don't think it's the most efficient but yeah. it's you know it could be good. But okay, let's put a pin in it. A what? A pin. A pin? A, a pin. <laughs> like a pin. What accent is that? A southern. Sounds like a pin. <laughs> okay, not, not a pin. Let's not put a pin in it. <laughs> no. This is where we're finally using our explicit tag. <laughs> it's been a couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. Gotten too clean. Ooh-wee. Okay, so we'll we'll come back to that. We'll put a pin in it, and. Uh, so we're going to go step by step and just sort of talk about this method real quick. Mm-hmm. So step one uh, is to ditch the subtitles, which we already talked about. Mm-hmm. So we're getting rid of English subtitles, but we're adding in subtitles. Subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> but what kind of subtitles? Ooh-y. Japanese subtitles. Yeah. So yeah, we got to get Japanese subtitles in there. You're getting rid of the English. Right. Um, and why, why do we need Japanese subtitles? I don't know. Why? So we can read. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. It's, it, it just it. I mean, you don't have to have them, but the idea it just makes it easier, like to gather a bunch of data, and that's kind of the point is gad- gathering a bunch of data because yeah. you can take these subtitle files and you can open them in like a text editor or a code editor, and uh, and you can just like copy and paste them out, which is convenient for next steps. 
Yeah. Um, you could, in theory, just use your language acquisition abilities, or not language acquisition, your uh, comprehension abilities to like find all these and then write it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think that might be, I mean, that could be good practice, but I think it's also very, very time consuming, time consuming and you're not going to get as much out of it. Like in the long run. Yeah. Uh, compared to like what I, what we're going to suggest here. Yeah. So, so that was step one was getting Japanese subtitles, getting rid of English. Step two, Koichi just mentioned, which is opening it up in a text editor. Ooh. So you get the, the files. Right. No, that's good. You're, you're, ahead. you're helping us along. I don't remember what's in this article. So like, I can't remember if any of these things I'm saying are in there. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can always modify it for a new generation. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you take the, the subtitle files. Um, this is going to take some computer trickery. For you cool hackers out there. In that article, are there like suggestions on uh, where um, to find these files? <laughs> no, it just says to Google it. <laughs> cool. So, uh, I think there's there's one link to a place where you can oh find good. subtitle so, files. Yeah, so just search for, I, I don't know, how to learn Japanese with anime and then find our article. Yeah, I haven't checked if that link is broken though. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Anyway, I'll check that later. Anyway, I'll check if that link talk. takes you to bad places, it's not our fault. Uh, so yeah, you get you get the subtitle files. So if you're watching on Crunchyroll or Hulu or Netflix, I, you might be able to get those subtitle files, but you might have to do some computer hacking. Uh, you can Google about that. I'm sure there's a way to do it. Um, but there's other websites you can go to to download files if you have VLC copies of your anime. And I know you do. Guess what? The website works. Oh, it does. Yeah. So find our find our article and wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of them here. Oh man, how many? How many is a lot? I don't know. Just like it's a lot of scrolling. <laughs> okay. Um, Ooh-wee. Okay, I made it. I made it to the bottom Ooh-wee. of this pit. Michael. Michael. Oh no, he's at the bottom of the pit. Yeah. So. What do I do? I'll just have to jump down with him. That's <laughs> the only solution. Um, oh, I found the link too. <gasps> There's so many. Yep. Oh, I'm scrolling. Oh, they got Common Rider on here. Anyway, I'm really off track now. Let's go back to where we were. Uh, so <laughs> you get your subtitle file. You put it in Sublime or a text editor. And then step three is you start breaking out the vocab. So you take the vocabulary of everything. We're assuming you're doing like a full episode, right, of Kill a Kill or something. Sure. Your favorite Kill a Kill episode. And you've got the file, and then you just start grabbing that vocab, just yanking it out and putting it in a spreadsheet. Oh, boy. That explicit tag, huh? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and that, then now you have a spreadsheet of everything you need to study to understand this episode. Step four is you put it in an SRS. If you don't know what SRS is, it's Spaced Repetition Software System, system <laughs> yeah. depending on which <laughs> Wikipedia article you're reading. Mm. Uh but you can read about it on Tofugu. We have a Japanese spaced repetition article, uh, which will tell you the best way to do this. But basically, you use Anki, you use Memrise, you use something that's going to serve you the flashcards in a way that helps you memorize them really fast. You memorize all of them really fast with your SRS. And then you go back and you shadow. Um, so what is language shadowing for those who don't know? It's, it's basically like, I think another word for it is like parroting or mimicry. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you want to search for it and get like kind of the the down low on how it goes, um, it's basically you just take text and you you want to you want to learn the text sort of ahead of time. So you make sure you can read the whole thing, kanji included, preferably, mm-hmm. and then you want to like be able to read it at like kind of a medium speed or just be able to just be able to read it like basically like you sound out all the words. Um, and then when you know, like a little bit and up to you, you could do like five seconds or you could do like, you know, one minute or something. Then you play, you play the, uh, the anime or TV show or whatever. And then you just speak along with it until you're, and you slowly refine yourself. You listen over and over again until, and speak along with it over and over again until you sound just like the, the source material. And so the idea is just kind of like you're you're working on your pronunciation, you're working on your fluency, um, and like doing this for one sentence that that doesn't get you anywhere. Like it's like if you're learning to sing, 
if you can sing one line of a song, it doesn't make you a singer. It's like there's a lot of good singers. They can sing a lot of different things really well. It's like a lot of like singing data input into their head. And and then there's so much of it that they're they're able to like start using it like on their own without like copying things. So like that's kind of the idea behind shadowing. You have to do a lot and a lot and a lot of shadowing for a long time before you start to notice any effect. Um, but yeah, you're just you're basically just like learning how to sing a sing a words. Yeah, and over time, if you do it, your your ability kind of just spikes. Yeah, it's like if you feel like nothing's happening, then all of a sudden, I'd say maybe after three months, if you're doing it every single day, um, for let's say a half hour, just throw out random numbers mm-hmm. and stuff, then you're gonna notice a, a big difference. But it, it won't happen right away, and it'll happen kind of. It'll feel like it happened all of a sudden. But that's because like it's just like you're creating all these data points and then that you can pull from and then all of a sudden like there's enough connections between them that you can start making like or understanding patterns around them mm-hmm. around all these different individual pieces of information which are like the sentences or the phrases or the words that you shadowed and then um, then it suddenly like you level up because of because of those connections that you're able to make. Yeah. So it, very literally you get a lot of experience points and just level up a level is that literal <laughs> okay maybe not literally but yeah as close to literal as you can get in the real world yeah. uh and that's that's the whole that's the whole enchilada right there all right let's add that's some all stuff five to that steps. okay or, we're going or take away that's kind of actually what i'm doing okay so we're gonna take <laughs> away we're gonna add so like like going through this process you can see like there's a bunch of different things that you could be learning right like you you're learning how to read kanji how to read learn just words you're learning words, um, you're learning to speak, you're learning to like listen and understand from the source material. So there's it, like hits a lot of different things and that's, that's really great. But like maybe you want to focus on one thing. Um, and depending on your level, I might suggest this, but like maybe you're working on reading, you could just cut out the shadowing part. And so this is, this is sort of going back to, I think shadowing is really good, by the way. I'm not saying you should cut it out. But like this is going back to intermediate level, right? And so like the idea of learning only like all the new things you learn, you should already know about 80% of them. And so what you can do is you can take all this data, all these sentences, phrases, whatever from the anime, from the subtitle file that you have. And the really nice thing about subtitle files, they break it up real good. So it's like timestamp and then a small phrase, timestamp, another small phrase, timestamp, another small phrase. It's like never like this big old novel of a thing so what i would suggest doing is try to consider your level as you go through there and look at each sentence and say like okay as you go through each one you you want to like read it and then and think okay how much of that did i know if it's like you look at it and you're like i don't know anything skip it like that's not going to help you at all right now you want to find sentences and just quickly go through you want to find sentences that are like you're, you're at about 80%, like 70, 80%, something like that, where you're like, oh, I almost know this, but there's like one thing that I don't quite understand. And so like pull all those out, put them on a separate piece of paper or put them in your space repetition system and then study those. And then like after you go through like a cycle of that, then um, go back and see like, okay, what else can I start doing now? Like it's it's... Like you shouldn't try to learn everything. Like there's, it's, it gets, first of all, it gets really discouraging to like try to learn things you don't understand at all. Like you're just like, I don't understand a single kanji in here. I don't understand any of the grammar in here. Like that's, it's not going to help you to go from zero to 60. Like immediately you, you need to find like what's one mile per hour after zero. Like, you know, mm-hmm. just try to build yourself up. Yeah. Going like that speed, you might end up just quitting because you get frustrated. Right? Totally. And also like you're not, you're not learning kind of how like people naturally learn. You're basically just trying to memorize things that you don't really have context for. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just, it's just really, really, really hard to learn anything that way. Like you need to try to do the, like a really good teacher, what they do is they, they give you material like when you need it. Right. They, and then they just give you something that's just a little bit harder than what you're doing. And they constantly trickle that information. They're constantly gauging your level like in a really skillful way. And so like, I mean, that's why a good teacher is really, really good. Like, and that's why a bad teacher is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, cause they're just like, here, learn this. And it's like, 
oh, I have zero context for this. I'll try to memorize these sounds and patterns, but you know, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work very well. You're, you're learning it. You're not like acquiring it. You're not making it your own. You're not making it fluent basically. Mm-hmm. And like, not so it sounds like anime is a bad teacher. Yeah, anime is an awful teacher. It doesn't. Anime is like, blah, blah, blah. Here, I'm going to barf all over you. I do not. I'm not considering your level at all. Yes. (laughs) Damn it, Naruto. Why don't you you want to teach us Naruto? Yeah. And so, like, yeah. So, I mean, you can, what I'm saying is what you can do is you can take all this content, all this data, and you can, like, pare it down to your level by, like, just going through each one and be like, okay, I kind of know this but not quite. And then finding all those things and just studying with those things because they're, they're going to be, it's going to be quick for you to, to translate it and to learn everything in it. And then you're going to be able to study it. And then like by adding just that extra 10 or 20% um, onto your current level, you're going to open up a bunch more things that you can, that you're at 80% again. So like maybe there are a bunch of things you're at like 50% before. Now some of those things are going to be at like 80 and so, mm-hmm. like, to be able to find those things, you need a lot of data, and you need to go through a lot of data. And it, it is a little bit time-consuming, but, like, in the long run, I think it's much more efficient and much faster. Ideally, you you just, like, have all this set up for you and ordered for you. Like, but if you're going to insist on using anime, this is, like, I'm trying to help you out here, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. This is the best I can do. So, so that's one of the reasons why we say it's not the the best because you have to do a lot of setup yourself yeah and that takes time time you could be studying but if it motivates you because you just love the animers mm-hmm. then like okay great that's like if it's keeping you from quitting and if it's keeping you going and like the the real problem with learning japanese is people quit like mm-hmm. they get demotivated they get bored whatever and they quit so like really the person who gets the fluency is just the, the stubborn person who didn't quit or the person who are able to keep themselves motivated. If anime does that for you, then great. Just, yeah. you know, and do going it. Going back to the, the car example that you wrote <laughs> broom, three broom. years ago. Um, oh, and the zero to 60? Oh, yeah. boy. Maybe that was me who wrote that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. in the article you said that, um, <laughs> you know, anime is kind of like a car. It's like one of the many cars you can take to get to, to fluency or get to the finish line. You didn't say fluency. But anyway, like you said, if it motivates you, it may not be the fastest car. But if you if you keep putting gas in that car, I'm losing track of my metaphor now. Yeah, uh, maybe, you know what I mean. Maybe that if yeah. it's the car that that gets you there. Yeah, or maybe you get in like a flashy, like stupid car and it just runs out of gas because you're too excited about driving the car. Mm-hmm. Hit that gas pedal too hard and all the gas came out at once. <laughs> yeah, just right out the back. Yeah, is that how? Anyways. Yeah, burns the gas out how the tailpipe. Work. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to like make people like disparage people for using anime to learn Japanese. Like if it keeps you motivated, that's awesome. Like find the thing that motivates you and and stick with it, but just make sure you're actually making progress. You're not using that thing that motivates you to make you feel like you're learning when you're not actually learning. Mm -hmm. Like that's a, the more you like something and the more you enjoy it, like the more dangerous it becomes, I think. Yeah. For tricking yourself. Because it's just so tasty. Mm-hmm. If we had a list of of shows that are best to study with, we would tell you what they are. Pff, I don't know. But we don't. Uh, there is a list on tofugu.com. Is there? Not, not exactly. Uh, there's an article called Learning Japanese from Kids Anime. Oh. Uh, that's from oh, a couple that's years true. ago. Like, so, yeah, if you need something kind of easy-ish, it might not be your favorite Kill a Kill but um, it is anime, and there's a lot of kids shows out there that, you know, if you're if you're like ah oh, these are you know I'm intermediate I'm, you know but these but some of these anime are, are too hard for me. There's a list uh, on Tofugu. It's tofugu.com/slash/japanese slash learn Japanese from kids anime, or you can just type learn Japanese from kids anime into Google. Michael, That's how I got to it. I found, I found like 300 subtitle files for Crayon no Shinchan. <gasps> really? Yeah. Okay. See, that's why it'd be that's, dangerous that, for me. That's a I good would try point and learn you made, though. Like kids anime, that's going to be a lower level. It's going to be simpler, sometimes simpler words, yeah. simpler grammar. Shorter sentences. Yeah. So that might be, especially if you're at intermediate level, that might be a good one. Like my my point is you just don't want to push yourself too far beyond your level. Try to be realistic so that you can advance. Like that's, 
that's the hard part about that intermediate stage, that intermediate plateau that everyone hits. Mm-hmm. Um, well, part of it is there's people are, are lacking the right foundation pieces, but the other part is that there's not as much material for it. So like this, these are some good ways to like bring traditionally advanced material down to in an intermediate level and then use that to work your way up to those advanced stages. So. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, it can be fun and you can do it. Yeah. Like, I don't if know. If you want. I, I think, I feel like this would just like ruin TV for me, but yeah. It's <laughs> uh, like, cause you're going to spend a long time on one episode. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm going to burn through an episode a day. It's like, no, you're burning through an episode a month. Maybe when you start, Yeah, you're going to know that episode real well yeah, by the yeah. end, it'll get faster, but not, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be slow going for a while. Yeah. I'm telling you now. Or, you know, you could just do this as like a sprint. Like, you know, if you need a break from whatever study method you've been using for a while, you can say, okay, well, I'll study, you know, this episode of Crayon Shinchan for a while. You know, it'll be like a month, like Koichi said. You just take a month and, and you go through that in addition to whatever other things you're doing. And, and you have fun with it. And then once it's done, you go back to the things that are a little more efficient. Being able to say all the lines from Crayon Shinchan episode 373, yeah. word for word, together with all the characters, will be your magnum opus, Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Show. 373. Can't wait for your school presentation. That's my favorite episode. Yeah. Is that the one where he pulls his dongle out? <laughs> yeah. And he uh, shows it to people, and <laughs> people are like, oh my gosh. He's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That was, that was all the words in it, too. Yeah. That's, that was an easy one. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, good luck. If you're going to learn Japanese from anime, you know, whatever. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly, I'm, I'm being less down on it than I was. Yeah, like, you're, you're surprisingly. Uh, several years ago. Uh, for it compared to. Well, like, I think the reason I was ago. against it was because of all the all these resources that are like I feel like I I just feel like they're tricking people and that's what makes me upset. Like they're using yeah. people's, you know, weakness for a thing they love and they're tricking them into giving them their money and then like not giving them actual progress, you know, and that that makes me upset. And that's why I think I was against it for so long. Yeah. But there but are ways to make it work. So know? really the problem isn't with with the users it's with people who want to exploit the poor users yeah it's just and it's so far on that side the exploitation side like mm-hmm. people learning at with anime i think it's like it's got to be like 90 95 percent exploited yeah learners and like you know five percent people who are actually doing something yeah you know so hopefully this tips the scale one percent over and now that one percent made all the difference mm-hmm. and, and the, the world- whole industry fell apart <laughs> it fell apart <laughs> and nobody's making anime anymore oh no the whole industry was actually built on people thinking they were learning japanese through anime oh my now gosh nobody's is this miyazaki's plan to destroy anime <laughs> once and for all <laughs> oh god it's over he keeps making new movies in order to like he's like oh ma- just one more that's all it'll take to 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 destroy the system yeah it was oh, a mistake. Man. Anime was a mistake, he oh, said. If anyone's ruining anime, it's Goro, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Goro. Poor Goro. I feel bad for him. Yeah. All he wanted to do was not make animated movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. he had to make with make them yeah. because of his father. Well, he didn't have to. Yeah. I actually don't know anything about him except <laughs> that he made that movie and... In that documentary, he seemed really <laughs> defensive. Yeah, and Miyazaki's not proud of his son or something. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh man. That's just that's just how it is. Yeah, I guess what happens when your dad is a visionary. What I happens guess. when you make bad anime? <laughs> <laughs> you make some bad Japanese cartoons, you know? Yeah. As they call them, in in Studio Ghibli, those they they just call them bad Japanese like, cartoons. They're just not. They're no. They're just like oh, this like he doesn't make anime, right, Miyazaki? That's like one of his lines. His oh, quotes. yeah, yeah. He, he makes Japanese makes, cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what he calls it? No. Okay. <laughs> it's just a stupid word. Cartoons. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, well that's good luck. <laughs> go, go, go study. Go forth. Goodbye. Go study. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, it was fun to expand on the whole idea of learning Japanese with anime a little bit more. And I hope uh, I hope you learned a thing or two, and I hope you uh, are are able to use some of that in your studies, or or even better, 
you learn how to not use it in your studies, perhaps. Until you get more advanced. Yeah, we got some action steps for you, though. Yeah. As we always do, or sometimes do. We're very inconsistent about our intros and outros. <laughs> That's something we'll work on in the year of... Uh, mm, mm, the next year? 2018? Yeah. And that'll be our New Year's resolution. 17, yeah. 2018. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot what year it was for a second. Yeah. I mean, how do you really know? Yeah. Um, what is a year? It's just a number. Yeah, it's just a... Anyway. Exactly. Um, and so we have some action items. One of those action items is to uh, to to send us a... A tweet on Twitter telling us what your favorite anime is and then uh, also one line from that anime uh, from a, a subtitle file that you found mm-hmm. from a Japanese this episode. Line. Yeah, and then uh, tell us what it is and, and what you learned from it. Yeah. And our second action item is to read the article on tofugu.com so that you can spot the differences between that article and this podcast. Oh, oh, and, and for the number one action, can you just like hashtag that Tofugu podcast or something so we know what you're talking about? Oh, yeah, and at, at us. Because like 12 years from now when you do this, like we're going to forget. Yeah. So, so at, at Tofugu also for yeah. that. So we'll see it in our little mentions. Uh, oh, yeah. So second action item is read the article, How to Learn Japanese from Anime. It's a little different than what we talked about today, but it'll still give you the the guiding principles we talked about. Yes. In writing, in words you can read. Search for Learn Japanese with Anime and then uh, find our article. It hopefully is on the first page. Yeah, I think it's yeah, it's on the <laughs> go, first go page. Go scroll down now. and find it and click on it. Yeah, it's in there. Um, it's also on tofugu.com slash Japanese slash learn dash Japanese dash from oh, dash thanks. anime. That was a helpful one. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sure that's no problem to type in. Uh, and then what about reviews? Oh, that'd be great if you guys left us a review on iTunes or wherever you do podcasts. But I mean, let's be serious. You'd, you'd probably listen to us through iTunes. Yeah. That's what our statistics, our analytics tell us. Yeah. Pretty much everybody does iTunes. You can give us a SoundCloud comment. I haven't seen many of those lately. I guess so. We have um, a couple. Hopefully someone will see that. Yeah, I check them uh, every once in a while. Yeah, and if you leave a review, sometimes we read them out loud. In fact, we often do because you guys don't leave enough reviews. So we always run out of reviews and we read them all, even the bad ones. Mm-hmm. And even the ones that are like messages to your grandma or your mom. Like if you have like a, a message you want to send to your, your friend or your, you know, for an anniversary perhaps. Yeah, what better way to celebrate an anniversary Just than put with it in the review. voices? There's a good chance we'll read it. Like... Uh, like, uh, okay, I'm scrolling down looking for reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I got one I can read. So this review is from Hikaru1412, who gave us four stars. Thank you. Why is it released on Monday now? With a sad face. <laughs> I've been wondering for a while. That's the title. Uh, edit again. I guess this was edited. I didn't read it before. I'm hoping the podcasts are going to stay about an hour again. I love this podcast. Kristen <laughs> makes them delightful, relaxing, fun, and informative. Wow, so many things Kristen does for this Very podcast. Positive things, yeah. yeah. What, what do we do, Michael? What do we do? Koichi and Michael make it crazy and tangent-filled. <laughs> That's all we do. And Jamal is wonderful with an okay hand. That's the emoji. Uh, they are usually fun and hilarious. I guess not always. Could be a money hand, though. Oh, could be a money hand. Yeah. If you know some Japanese gestures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Koichi should go to Japan again so we can have Jamal do an episode with Michael and Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what episode did you guys do without me? Uh, what episode did Jamal on that I wasn't on? Jamal, Jamal and I did one, and then Jamal and Kristen did one. I don't think oh, Jamal man. and Kristen and I have done one. Oh, well, that's I don't think it happen. was when you were in Japan, but <laughs> I guess yeah. they want you to go to Japan. All right. Um, or you could buy one more mic, they said. Um, that's smart. Lots of love for you all. Thank you. And please continue to create wonderful content for the world of Japanese learners. Thank you, Hikaru1412. That was a very nice There's review. emoji of alligator, red heart, yellow heart, green heart, blue heart, purple heart, crab. The crab earned the purple heart. Oh. The highest honor. <laughs> So thanks for that review, Hikaru1412. And I'm sorry that you hate me so much. <laughs> I'm sorry that Koichi and I just bring craziness. <laughs> and tangents. All the, all the positive qualities are brought by Kristen, uh, <laughs> which I guess makes this episode just crazy. <laughs> so enjoy that. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Have fun. 
So see you next time, guys. Thank you so much. And leave that review so we can read it next time. We're running out of reviews to read. Mm -hmm. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Yep. So don't forget. Bye-bye now. Bye.